Yeah. Hold on. Yeah. Oh, don't act like y'all ain't got no ratchet in you, boo boo. Don't do that. Good. Hey, Lord, huh? Hey, Lord, uh, I remember Sarah sandwiches and crumb allowances. Can I get y'all with me? Hey, look, I remember Sarah sandwiches and crumb allowances. Sarah sandwiches is good, though. Hey, I remember Sarah sandwiches and crumb allowances. Ain't no fees. Hey, 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 look, I remember Sarah sandwiches and crumb allowances. Hey, B days, hey, look, sing it with me. I remember syrup sandwiches and crumb allowances. Talk with when the Tuesday with the coldest like the analyst. Parmesan with my accountant lived and now I'm counting this. Tuesday with my boo make through the Kool-Aid for the analyst. Boy, I can buy you the whole world with my paste up. You know what's good, let me sit that on your face talk. I don't want to hear about the alcohol. This bella be the realest after all. Chick, be humble. Be humble. Get down. Get down. Be humble. Be humble. Get down. Mikyan Show. I am your host, Mikyan. And I'm your co-host, Roz. We want to thank you so much for tuning in. We want to thank everybody that's watching on YouTube. We appreciate you. Yes, we, we want do. you to definitely share this video and also subscribe, subscribe. to the channel. Yes. Hey, subscription. Yes. Hey, Roz. Hey, girl. How are you? Uh, blessed, booked, and busy. <laughs> <laughs> Another week of being blessed, booked, and busy. Yes, yes guys. So we definitely got to tell you guys about our weekend. Yes. Um, the event that we have been talking about for the last two months, the Vendor Showcase. It happened yes. on this past Saturday. Woo! And it was amazing. It was amazing. It, amazing. it was amazing. Shout out to everybody who who came, who shared, who vend, just everybody, because it was far beyond my expectations. So yes. I'm very, very excited. Yes. Shout out to all, everyone with DWP and everyone to man to man. I mean, we, we, we pushed through. We, we pushed, pushed through. through. We pushed through. <laughs> and I'm telling you guys, if you guys was not there, you definitely missed an awesome, um, an awesome chance to support some amazing yes. entrepreneurs and businesses that are in our community. Yes. We had um, awesome youth Love entrepreneurs it. there. You know, Imani J was there mm -hmm. with her awesome book. Um, James Collier was there, mm -hmm. three for me, mm -hmm. and the other young lady named uh, who had Serena the Serena so Sense. Oh my 
goodness, 15 years old, such a beautiful spirit. Uh, shout out to her. That was our first time meeting her. Yes. Her and her mom was there, and they were just, like, amazing. So we definitely want to shout out her. She made the cutest so she sure did they and they smell, smell so, so good. good and i was worried about having somebody with candles so it can smell and then look at god you walk over there and it smells she the smelled whole, up the place yes yes and she was so sweet and she we also was. had um uh, fat daddy's lemonade fat daddy's lemonade. lemonade oh my goodness and we drunk that lemonade i know i'm trying to think of the flavor that i had but it was my favorite pineapple. pineapple i had pineapple mango pineapple mango okay. oh my goodness anything it was with delicious. pineapple is my favorite it was I love delicious pineapple. And look, I asked for pineapple at first. He came by and said, it's all gone. I said, did Ross get it all? <laughs> yes. As soon as he walked in there, I was like, it's my pineapple to the side. Like, as soon as he walked in there. So it was good. I love seeing the youth entrepreneurs. Um, I love them in their business mode and how respectful they are. They could be doing anything in the world, but here they are growing their um, brand and their business. Yes. They have their family support. So it was just like amazing it was beautiful it was a beautiful event you can tell that it was a lot of love in the yes. room for one another everybody was there even the vendors that show up guys they also come out prepared to buy from other entrepreneurs yes. that's there and i really love that yes. about that everybody was going around buying from one another um making new connections yes. because yes. we know it's all about networking yep that's the all about thing, networking. The networking and going and i remember um Serena, since I remember her mom was so nervous. I think this was their first event, and her mom was oh, like, what? Her mother her mom was, was ner so nervous, and she pulled me to the side, and she, she was so nervous. And I said, Ma'am, I promise you, it's going to be okay. Yes. I said, The networking is the biggest thing. And I went and talked to her daughter, and then her daughter came and gave me the biggest hug, and she was like, Miss Ross, thank you. Mm. I got a big sale. You know, oh, a big yeah. sale to kids be like, really minute to us mm -hmm. we like oh but mm -hmm. she was so excited so it was great we had we had everything there we had food we had drinks we had jewelry yes. jewelry we had yes. of course box way baby was in was there in the house so funny me it and was Mick our Young, first vending yes. event as well me and mick y'all is so funny because you guys know we wear mini hats so <laughs> in some of the pictures you will see us with our dwp shirts on because you know we both on the board then other pictures you will see us with our box way yes. so that was the funniest trying to hurry up and like change our clothes real but you got to do that you had to do what you got to do you got to do what you got to do and it was so awesome to be out there to be um representing vox yes. to let people know Vox's in the community you know who we are and what we do yes. we are the ultimate tv network and we are looking for people to join our team yes our shows yes. our street team yes. and just build and our awesome engineer he came out yes. Ron. Ron always take care of us he is in the studio right now but getting some footage and we were interviewing the businesses out there so it was amazing it was ama and it was so good i've never seen ron outside of the studio <laughs> he is one of the hardest working men I yes did. he so is so when i saw him i was just like Oh my goodness, like I would just hug him. It was so much love. That's what it is at Voxway. But it was just great to see him out and interviewing. It was great to see uh, McGeon transform from DWP to Voxway running over. So it was amazing. All the vendors had beautiful spirits. They was nice. And like you said, everybody support everyone. When you come to a vending event, even when you host one, you are prepared to network and to support the businesses. So I love how um, DWP and man to man and uh, Valencia's uh, Valuable Blessings, I'm sorry, was out there supporting Absolutely. every, every vendor. We supported every, every vendor. vendor. We were stuffed. We wasn't dehydrated. We got new outfits and <laughs> shoes. Everything. And everything. everything. Even stuff we... It was just the support. Like, we did everything, so it was good. But my daughter got her soap because she loved that little soap. Girl, oh, my goodness. And we're going to have her on the show, yeah, too. Yeah, she was amazing. We're going to definitely um, do another um, a youth segment here. We're going to definitely bring her out. And I was telling her about it, and she just was so excited. She was like, this day has just been, been awesome. Yeah, she was so <laughs> She was, she was so like, this day humble, has just been so awesome. So sweet. She wanted to take a picture with me, but the way she it was like, it was like I was a celebrity to her, and I was just like, okay. But she was so happy to take, like, her spirit and her mom. Her mom was, was just beautiful. so beautiful. And what really made it beautiful, um, I got home, and I received a message from almost every vendor between yes yesterday and April. 
when is the next one? We want to come to the next one. We want to be a part of DWP and man to man and they had so much stuff. So we are planning the next one. So let me give it the bull so we can discuss that. But absolutely. Shout and out. also tell everyone why we actually put on the vendor showcase in reference to um, Daughters with a Purpose. All right. So we put on a vendor showcase because you guys know Daughters with a Purpose and man to man are mentoring programs under Valuable Blessings. So we are a nonprofit organization under Valuable Blessings. We put on that because everything that we do when we do community events and we do um back to school night and host things like that we do not charge the children we don't we don't want it to be a financial burden for anyone to bring their child to anything that we do so when we had the event event this is something to offset the cost that comes first of all it costs to do anything okay mm -hmm. so it costs for our time and our money to go get book when we get book bags we stuff them with everything pencils everything that the child needs when we're out here having awesome speakers speak to um, the youth and things like that, it costs. So we don't never want to put that burden of cost onto our youth or to the parents of our youth. So we, we're starting to have these fundraising events, and this was our first one mm -hmm. so that we can um, offset that cost. In addition, we are desperately looking for mentors, men and women. I mean, you guys talk about it. You see what's going on in the community. Um, and here's your chance to do something about it. So we were also there with applications. Um, all the, you know, the board members was there to answer any questions that you may have. We was ready to sign you up to be a mentor, start your background check right there. Yes. So um, <laughs> that's how we was doing. When I said yes. we was switching shirts, we were switching shirts, hat, E-pen from Voxway to DWP. We was there doing it. So Absolutely. Yes, that's, that's why we're doing this. Absolutely, guys. And as always, if that is you, mm -hmm. if you are looking to be a mentor, mm -hmm. we would love to have you definitely yes reach out give them the um, email address so you can um, you can email DWP mentoring at outlook.com um, and one of the amazing board members would definitely reach out to you um, and same thing for man to man man to man mentor at outlook.com absolutely guys so you guys heard it please 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 if that is you if you have a desire to be in a child's life as a mentor, please, we definitely need it. We have young boys and girls waiting yes. right now. Yes. And we need mentors to fill that so we can be able to pair them up with someone. Yes. So we would definitely appreciate you very much. Yes. Yes. So that was awesome. That was awesome. And also, oh my goodness, it was Easter. Oh, it was. <laughs> you know, right? Well, but you, you know, know how I celebrate holidays, so I got to remember to throw in the holidays. But you for know everybody. how my Easter went. I don't know if you saw my post. You see how my Easter went. Yes, you, you, you do that with all the kitties. Well, I didn't know. Like, Imani had told her classmates that she was having a party. Imani <laughs> wasn't even home. So when these parents are texting me, I'm like, what did they talk about? And when I call Imani, she's like, what party? I said, sweetie, that's what I'm asking you because you're not home. Oh, I didn't say I was having a party. I said I was having an Easter egg hunt. <laughs> well, sweetie, that's a party when you didn't invite your classmate. So Ooh. she wasn't even home. So she come home and her classmate came over and I was just like, I mean, I was home, wrapped up, trying to relax, but no, Imani had whole different plans. But it was it was beautiful. One of her classmates did come over, mm. and it was new to her. So we were dying eggs, and she didn't understand what was going on. Like, she was like, what is this? Like, she didn't know, and we oh, baked. Oh, wow. The stores had nothing in them because I wasn't planned, so we couldn't have an Easter egg hunt because ain't no store had no plastic eggs. Like, it was empty. Mm -hmm. So we improvised. We um, baked cupcakes, and I let them put icing on them. We made Rice Krispie treats in different colors, like, uh, so they can look like little eggs, and we uh, dyed eggs. Uh, it was the best thing to them. I was stressed out because she didn't tell me about right. this party. But now it was Imani, um, my nephew, and her friend, and they had oh, an amazing time. Oh Something small and intimate. I got to go back and look at that. I know she had, I know she probably was like, yeah, that's how you do it. Just invite them all over, mommy, and get it done. I was reading text messages. I mean, <laughs> one parent was like, I'm so sorry that we won't be able to attend. I'm like, attend what? I didn't send on nobody's invitations or nothing, but leave it to Imani J. She has her own plans. Her social life is better than me and Mix put together. Oh, yes, it is. <laughs> yes, it is. I say that all the time. I be like, these children these days, they have they have a, a more of a social life than grown people. They're, yeah. And their calendars stay booked. And they, they have friends that's ready to come and support them on a drop of a dime. I'm trying to figure <laughs> out how that works because I'm really trying to figure out how that works. Yes. But yes. Well, so. I'm so glad she had that. That was, that was sweet. 
your grandson called me, I guess he was thinking about oh me. Oh, my goodness. So, of course, yes, I had all the, well, not all my family, but the majority of my family was over um, yesterday. And so, of course, my grandson was there. He always And he, me. I'm telling you, these kids these days, he loves every electronic. He, when he comes in, he wants the phone. And it's always so amazing to me because I have people stored by their picture. So he looks at the picture, and then he knows to push the little green phone. He knows how to he call people. He called me twice yes. yesterday. I'm like, boy. He liked my picture. I need to see what picture she got. Because he called me not once, but two times. Yes, Bless he his just, little heart. He, he just, he's just so much. And so they, everybody was over. So he was able to have Easter dinner, which was really, really nice. Because it was like really the first official um, dinner we've had since my grandmother passed okay. last year. So... It was just real nice That's for everyone good. to get together. So it was really, That's really nice. So we both had a good We did. Yesterday. Also, the great news, guys. Also, you guys know who's our partner, yes. our friend, yes. our sister, Jewel. Yes. Oh, my goodness, y'all. She had, like I was telling you, um, everybody, y'all know that she was scheduled to have surgery today. The surgery was a success. Yes, praise God. She is out of surgery and praise she is God. resting. And we are so thankful to yes. God. Yes. Oh my God. Um, he it, is a miracle worker. When that message came through, and I know we was on a group chat, we not spoke, I was like, well, I'm had to. Uh, I had to respond. I said, to I'm that. Had to praise God on mm -hmm. this one. Like when they were sending us the stuff, I was like, okay, I'm not gonna say anything. But when they said she was out and recovering, everything was good, I'm like, praise God, you're gonna get this praise. Yeah, they're gonna have that. They, I said the same thing. Yes. Because it, we had strict instructions because strict. we were a part Part of the um the um inside core cool, of right, friends right. and family that I'm got received cry. all the updates and everything so you know to hear everything what she was going through step by step and we were told by jewel herself yes not to respond so just to accept the message as it comes through but when we got that message today that she was out yes. of surgery doing well huh we had yes. to praise god i, I like, said hallelujah yes, i don't I care who like, said what god is good good thank you jesus oh my god i'm sorry i'm getting emotional because that that, like you said, we had strict instructions for everything, and we just been praying and praying, praying and holding fast to God's yes. word. Um, just to be included in that in that that circle yes. that she had. Um, I feel honored to be a part Absolutely. of this. She thought that much of me that her family continued just to keep us updated. So shout out to her family because they yes. were on it, keeping us updated. And Jewel, we love you, honey. We and love we can't you. Wait for you to be back up in here in Boxway. I'm sorry, I'm so emotional. Yeah, that we, was that was amazing. That, that, <laughs> you know, and I tell everybody that has really been a struggle for me because. I know even um, Friday uh, when she went to the hospital like that night, I couldn't even sleep. Right. And it was it was really hard, you know, when you got a friend and they, they're going through something right. like that and you really don't know what to say, what to Thank do you, or Mama. anything. But, you know, we got to stay consistent with God yes. and stay prayed up and just pray for our friends and family. And I'm so, like you said, I am so honored that she considered right. me to be in that network, to be making sure that I knew everything yes. what was going on with her yes. so girl we love you we love you Mwah. so much girl you got me crying okay i said i was yes. crying today but we love you again we thank your family for keeping us updated and we cannot wait for you to be sitting here for us so we can be planning what we doing next because god got so much we got work you, to honey. do we got work to do like oh my goodness praise god you just never know what's going on in somebody's life like you said we had strict instructions we were keep, keeping things quiet and things like that um, but just just pray for your friends, pray for your enemies, pray for your neighbors. You never know what somebody's going through. Let it all go. Forgiveness, there's so much power in forgiveness. Yes. And you need to exercise that right to forgive. Absolutely, absolutely. And on that note, because we talked about so much other things, we had a story for Girl Chat, but we're going to wait. We can do that next week. Yes, because I can't cry no more. I know, right? Because <laughs> that one going to really make me cry. And I just can't cry no more. I know y'all be like, Mick, y'all show got that cry baby on there. Y'all know, I be trying, I be trying. <laughs> but Mick know me. She know I'm always yes, really emotional yes. about stuff that's passionate. Absolutely, to me, absolutely, and absolutely. To me. But guys, to let you know, this month is um, April. This month is Sexual Assault Awareness yes. Month. We have a phenomenal guest here in the studio. We have Beautiful. Mrs. LaQuisha Hall. She is here from out of Baltimore. So we're gonna take a break, and when we come back, we're gonna have that beauty queen yes. right here at the desk. We'll be right back. You're watching the Mickey On Show. Oh, she is back. This is also three for me. It is an anti-bullying um, movement with James Collier. He is a comic book um, writer. As you guys know, he was on the Mickey On Show before. Three for me, anti-bullying movement. 
Yes. So right now we have his mom here. Yes. Hi. How are you? So we are live right now. Tanisha, can tell everybody about the business and everything that you have going on. Absolutely. My nine-year-old son is a comic book creator, Sunk Mania Galaxy, one of the first and only comic book series that are based on anti-bullying. There is a wealth of knowledge for parents and kids about bullying in here. He also has some t-shirt designs, one I have on Books Over Bullying, but he has quite a bit of other designs. He's also trying to get 20,000 kids to sign his anti-bully pledge. And every child that signs gets a pencil and an anti-bullying wristband. So please help and support. He has over 3,000 right now. Yay! Yes. <laughs> so again, guys, that's, that's him right there. That's James right there. Okay. <laughs> so guys, again, definitely come out and support our youth, support our youth entrepreneurs. Please come support out and support this. We have plenty of books and t-shirts here. Me, anti-bullying movement. Yes. Yes. Thank you. Mrs. LaQuisha Hall yeah. here at the table. <laughs> welcome, welcome, welcome. welcome. <laughs> you know why we laughing? She did exactly I what did. I told her not to do. As soon as she said welcome, she looked at the, uh, the screen. <laughs> <laughs> so guys, I'm just going to say a little bit about this phenomenal lady that's here in the studio. Yeah, you do, because she ain't going to get me. You so, do. <laughs> um, we have the award-winning and best-selling author, international advocate, Mrs. Essence 2013, She Rose Awards founder, the Queendom Tea Mentoring Program, and Baltimore Teacher of the Year Woo 2018. Another week. I know, I know. She's always turning over her crown <laughs> to someone else. I tell you guys, this woman, she is phenomenal. I've had the pleasure of knowing her for a few years. Because I remember when I first met her, you had just got crowned um, Mrs. Essence. Okay. That's when it was. Yes. I was like, oh, really? I said, a real beauty queen. I know a real beauty queen. Well, I had the pleasure of knowing her for about 35 minutes now, maybe 40. And she is so beautiful. When she walked in, I was like... You're so beautiful. I really love your dress. Yeah. Like, her spirit Thank matches you. her beauty so is well. So now I know two beauty queens. So I feel like I'm amazing. You're next. Oh. You're next. <laughs> You're next. Get that crown. We're going to get some crowns and wear in here one day and some sashes. Miss yeah. uh, Merlin America 2018 always, she tried to give me the answer. I was like, oh, I ain't ready for that. But I, I'm glad to know you. <laughs> and now another one. So I'm cool. I'm cool. Yes. Yes. So welcome, LaQuisha. Thank you, my dear friend. You're welcome. <laughs> 
And guys, remember when I was here and I was telling you about, remember the award, the tea kettle that I had, that I was honored at the Zeta Phi Beta, and I was their sister who shines, and I kept telling y'all about my friend who was also the sister who serves. This is her! <laughs> this is her! <laughs> so it's an honor to have her here. So, oh, I just can't say it enough. I'm just so happy Aww. that she's here. So, LaQuisha, please tell our guests a little bit more about you. Like you didn't wrap it all up already. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I'm honored to be with y'all. Thank especially you. Especially during this month. This is a very important month to me and, and a whole lot of other people. Some people don't realize how important this month will be to them. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm glad that you are shedding light on the issue of sexual assault mm -hmm. and all the other issues that you talk about on your show. Just um, all the things that I've heard already, just the entrepreneurship expo that y'all had mm -hmm. recently. I'm just so impressed Thank with you. how yeah. you are feeling a need in a community, which Thank is so you. important. If we had like... 50 more y'all doing this oh we could transform transform Amen. yeah so um you asked me to talk about me though praise the lord so <laughs> um i am happy to be in the space and the place that i'm in now mm -hmm. in my life mm -hmm. i have uh done a lot as you've mentioned but i am now trying to uh tone down scale back a bit and teach others to do what i'm doing so that we can pass that legacy on Amen. to somebody Absolutely. else. Absolutely. said about the crown. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Got to pass it on. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. not because I'm going somewhere, mm -hmm. but um, because after a while, I know that I will become tired. Right? Yes. Right. And um, I want the young ladies that we're mentoring. I want the women that we coach in. I want right. all the people that are under us to be able to empower the people behind them. Because right. You know, one day we won't be able to continue. And right. and that's what it's about. That's mm -hmm. what it's about, passing that torch to yep. the next generation for them to be able to pick up where you left off. Yep. And then always, you know, it's always about the ones that's coming behind mm -hmm. you. You may mm -hmm. not never can see the change while you're doing it, but it always is about the people that's behind yep. you or paving that way for them. Yep. You get it to the point and you have to trust that they're going to take it to the next point. And that's how, right. that's how it's supposed to be. So. And I right. do trust that. I'm so glad you said that. I have the most amazing students I've ever taught in my whole career. I've been teaching for 16 years in Baltimore City, y'all can come. Yeah! That's a big club right there. That's an honor in itself. Get up a shout on it, right? But out of 16 years, the group of kids that I have this year, they all of my kids have been awesome. But I had one texting me while I was waiting to come on your show from the past. But this year's students, they ran their own advocacy campaign in Baltimore mm. uh, with, again, uh, with issues that they cared about. They mm -hmm. did it over their spring break. They read a book by uh, Chris Wilson, who was a young man at 17 years old. He was sentenced to life in prison. Mm. He did what he was supposed to do to get out of prison in 24 years and now is an entrepreneur and is empowering people all over Baltimore. So my students wow. are reading his book and they'll get to meet him soon. Okay. Awesome. And I, I said all that to say that I have so much faith in my students that um, I'm just, I'm so happy to pass this right. torch on. You know? And it, and it, it's, it's so true because I have been watching you for years and I have seen you do so much work that's so, that's transformational. And I remember, I don't know if it was a year ago or two years ago now, but when your students wrote a book, yeah, where all of yeah. them did a collaboration <laughs> and it was just so awesome to see them when they were like, I can't believe that I'm an author. Yeah. And you know, and to look to you for that, to bring that to them, because I always try to tell people that you don't have to wait till you're an adult to do right. something that you Absolutely. always wanted to do. Yep. Absolutely. Yep. And my current students are getting ready to do that again. Save the date, May 23rd. Okay. okay. <laughs> um, it's called I Am the CEO, and it stands for Chief Executive Overcomer. Awesome. Um, so they're like writing it. about their stories of overcoming their hardships in Baltimore City. Oh my okay. goodness, they gonna have to come on. Yeah. Are they gonna, I feel they gonna have to come on. We gonna have to come on and talk about that. That and you know, let them express you know some of the things that they had to go through because that's what it's about. It's it's, mm -hmm. it's time for us to open up and talk about those issues that we have swept under the rug yep. for so long, yeah. and that's why it keeps affecting so many generations. But Absolutely. it's time to stop it, and we have to be able to um, allow our children mm -hmm. to express themselves freely. Yep. Yes. Absolutely, I agree. Mm-hmm. 
So, oh my goodness, I am excited about that. Thank you. Oh thank my you. goodness. And when I'm reading, I was excited when I saw that you would teach her the year. Oh, yeah. 2018. Mm -hmm. That is a beautiful thing. Isn't it beautiful, That's girl? A beautiful <laughs> Look, and she know I about mean. that because she's also a substitute teacher I down am, in oh, Charles oh, County. Uh, <laughs> thank you. Oh, easier even on the bad days i yeah. still get up and go back the next day but i have so much respect for teachers when i became a sub i always have, i have four children so i always respect teachers but when i became a substitute teacher <laughs> and you get to see a little bit more i'm like i really respect teachers now yeah. like my god so congratulations Thank to you again on that yes 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 <laughs> so because we are here about sexual assault in this <clears throat> month we definitely because we do believe in like life after and i'm gonna say life after the trauma mm -hmm. you know sometimes people go through things and they and they think that they will never be able to move forward mm -hmm. and things like that so can you just share a little bit about your story of where you were and and they already know where you at now so you know it's <laughs> exactly. life after that but just yeah. share a little bit with them of your story and how you was able to overcome all that you have been through Ooh. So first, I just want to say it is a lifelong process to overcome trauma. Mm -hmm. Yes. Um, you know, while we all may have gone through something, it may sit and look like we got it all together. We still have our days where we got absolutely peel ourselves yes. off the bed and absolutely. say we got to keep going. So um, I, as a teen, so at fourteen, my at twelve, my parents were divorced. My um, parents were separated physically, and that made my mother vulnerable to, you know, opening her heart again to someone else. Mm -hmm. And unfortunately, that someone else took advantage of her household. So I was her oldest daughter. I am her oldest daughter. <laughs> was. <laughs> you right here. Right here. Right here. Right here. And uh, he was a pastor mm -hmm. of a church. He baptized me, sprinkled water on my head. I don't know if that's a baptism. But you know. <laughs> no, you got to be submerged for a baptism. <laughs> well, listen, that's probably why he couldn't submerge me, because <laughs> he wasn't where he was supposed to be mm -hmm. spiritually. And so um, he took advantage of me for two years. I was molested by, and he was also a family member, so technically it was incest. Mm -hmm. And um, at the age of 16, I said, I can't continue like this i felt like an outcast in my family i was and the black sheep i was the one that uh, my family used to say was always whining crying about something i was just very emotional because of what i was secretly dealing with mm -hmm. and um there was a lot of abuse and trauma throughout the generations of my family so it wasn't seen as um, something that they should help me with mm -hmm. at the time. Not they didn't know what happened, but my outcry, my cry for help right. didn't look like something they needed to address. It mm -hmm. looked like you need a beating because you need to be respectful, kind mm -hmm. of thing. So I left at 16. I became a ward of the state. I put myself into college, and I thought that leaving my home physically would get me in a space and a place where I'd be okay. And I, I, I feel like my life got worse mm -hmm. after I left because now I'm looking for people to chase me and say, Quisha, where'd you go? Mm -hmm. And are you okay? And nobody chased me. And I was like, so do y'all even care? You know, I was just, I was so, I felt so rejected. I was alone. I'm trying to figure out adult life. I had no idea. I'm signing everything in the um, um, office for student loans. I got, look, listen, if anybody's watching and wants to pay them off. <laughs> <laughs> people who came into my life as mentors but of course they couldn't carry their weight of being my parent mm -hmm. my parental figure which is what I was crying for desperately internally so um tried to commit suicide my freshman year of college I swallowed over 100 pills mm -hmm. and was found phone at the mouth on my dormitory bed and was embarrassingly rushed out of my dorm into an ambulance because they didn't know what was going to happen with me they they saw the pills they knew what they had done um I had to sign something before I left the hospital saying I wouldn't try it again. But I had to tell y'all in that moment, I didn't know if I wasn't going to try it again. Right. I did what I had to do because I had a friend sitting there that said, we should do it so we can go home. Wow. But I didn't really feel like I wasn't going to try that again because mm -hmm. I felt like they messed my opportunity up. And I felt like, what am I, why am I leaving here? What am I going to? Mm -hmm. At some point, you know, I re 
claim my faith in God uh, through an apostolic church in North Carolina. Y'all know apostolic people don't play with you. Praise the Lord. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I still say praise the Lord. Everybody, you call me on the phone. Praise the Lord. <laughs> I mean, they really, they ingrained in me that God loved me. Mm. And that was the start of my healing process. Amen. 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 That right there. Yeah. That right there. And that and that is the starting point to um, any healing is that you have to connect with your source. Your mm -hmm. source, the, and when I say the source, is the creator. Mm -hmm. Connect with him and you have to really find out how much you are loved. And to really understand that, you know, God knew that all these things will happen. Because I remember for me, I used to all, growing up, I didn't have a real close relationship. I didn't feel as though I did with my mom. And mm -hmm. my family was like that too, like very dysfunctional. And when I read in the Bible where God said that, you know, about when he addressed your, your parents and all of mm -hmm. those things, and mm -hmm. Jesus was like, who? He said, my mother and father are the ones that do the work. My, my mother and brothers are the ones that do the work of my father. Mm -hmm. And so I, when, when I read that and understood that, I was like, okay, so I could really let them off the hook. <laughs> For the things yeah. that has been done to me, you know what I'm saying? I ain't got to keep holding them accountable. I got to understand that God is my father. He loves me. And he knew that all these things was going to happen to me. But you still have to move on and keep pressing. Absolutely. So when I learned that, it really changed it for me. So mm -hmm. I really believe wholeheartedly in having that spiritual connection. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And then from there... I also believe in, a lot of people will say you need counseling, therapy, all those things. I'm not opposed to it. It's a big push for African Ameri the African American community to step up their game in that arena. Mm -hmm. But uh, I did not have formal counseling. What mm -hmm. I did was um, use the world as my counselor. So I started sharing, let me tell you what happened. My first pageant ever. It was called Mrs. Christian International. Mm. Now, I told y'all a pastor molested me. Mm -hmm. Okay? Mm -hmm. So the man asked me on stage. Now, remember, I was apostolic. Can't lie. Mm -hmm. right. The man asked me on stage, uh -oh. what's the biggest challenge you had to overcome? I had never told anybody publicly what happened. I just blurted out with a smile like a pageant girl. I was molested by a pastor at the age of 14. And, but I'm here. I said something else about how mm -hmm. I'm here now and I'm ready to, you know, do whatever the, the title entails. My Girl, God. the whole room got quiet. I was like, I don't think I'm supposed to. I'm sure <laughs> they, <laughs> they probably was like, is he in here? I, I was so scared. I was like, and then, you know, my husband's like, you know, <laughs> no, it's okay. <laughs> and Girl won. Mm. You won the pageant. Yeah. <laughs> how could you not? And it was my first one. So. But I'll never forget, not only did I feel so free in that moment, mm -hmm. but after the pageant was over, of course, people were congratulating me and things like that. But this woman was 81 years old. She rolled up to me in a wheelchair. She congratulated me first, and, you know, I'm accepting it. And she said, I want to tell you something, baby. Don't you ever stop telling your story. Mm. And she started to tear up. And then she grabbed onto this locket that she had, that she was wearing. She opened it up. It was a picture of her in her youth. She said, my mother passed. I never got to tell her. She was still carrying around that she never told her story. Mm. But it was encouraging me to keep telling right. mine. And so I said to myself in that moment, I can't be like that. Mm -hmm. And not that there was something wrong with right. her, but I, I didn't want to hold on to it. I did hold on to it prior to that. Mm -hmm. Even though I started to heal and I you know, started to get my life together, I was happily married. I was still holding on to the hurt from what the pastor had done to me, the hurt of the abandonment from family. Like, I was holding on to it, but I would just smile. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, and, I, and that woman has no idea. I've never seen her again, but she mm. has no idea the seed she planted. I have talked about her every year since I met her. Wow. That's and that's what it's about. That's what it's about, those people that come into your life to plant those seeds. Yeah. And, it, and you carry that. For the rest of your life you would never forget those stories and like how we are um as being domestic violence survivors and we tell our stories we always get those people to come up mm -hmm. and share stuff like that mm -hmm. and they just don't know you remember them and yep. then they become a yeah. part of the story and the journey the as well i always talk about how i met you all mm -hmm. the time i always say like you that was my first time speaking out and i remember after I was finished speaking. She, I, this is my first time meeting her. She was sitting on this side of me, and I had my husband and my best friend. And I remember getting off the stage, and I just like collapsed because it felt like the weight of the mm -hmm. world was like off of me, off of me. And I remember McGowan was like, um, 
that she was going to walk with me. Like, I was going to, she was going to help me, and she was going to be there for me. And you know you hear mm-hmm. stuff like that, mm-hmm. but you don't really see stuff like mm-hmm. that. And that's been six, seven <laughs> years now, and it's yeah. happened. So you never know who you run into. So congratulations to you just Thank for you. overcoming all the things that you will continue um, to overcome. And um, I also urge that you continue to tell your story to everyone that's listening. I definitely love when you talk about your husband because mm-hmm. I'm always about there is life after trauma. Like yes. you and now you happily And can be loved again. Yes, yes. you can be loved, loved again, loved like Christ, loved the church. So yes. it's a beautiful thing. Um, so congratulations to that. How long have you been married? 13 years. Oh, 13. wow. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> 14 Woo. in August. Uh, that's yeah, yeah. That. I'll, be eight. I'll be eight in October. Okay. Eight years wow. in October. So yes, yes, congratulations to that. Thank you. Yes. It was, and it's always, it's something that uh, we constantly have to work on, of course. Amen. Right. Amen. Yeah. And, Amen. I'm a, and I think people really have to understand that. You know, sometimes they hear people and they say they got a good marriage. You know, I have been witness some people, they like, yeah. You know, I have witnessed people do that to people, and I be like, I what get is, it a lot. Like, but, but I be like, but I've been married, so I know how it's it's, mm-hmm. it's a work in progress to make mm-hmm. that happy. Mm-hmm. So when they say they have a happy marriage, they're not saying they ain't had no obstacles Thank and ain't you. been through nothing. Right. Yeah. They just saying that they decided that we're gonna still love each other Thank through you. this. Right. Yeah, yeah, you know. I'm not saying I don't have no bad day. I'm not saying that we don't have any conversations, but I'm happy. That's right. True. I'm happy. Allow right. me to be happy. And the happiness we- is real. It's not a mask that when oh we're around these people now we gotta put on this happiness. Yeah. But we're happy every day because we enjoy each other. We respect each other and we got communication. If things arise we can talk about this. Look at here. I put on a mask for so long when I was going through my trauma and things I was going through. I don't have no time to put on a mask now. So, I'm going to let you all know who is watching. I am happily married. And like she said, that does not mean that we do not go through some mm-hmm. stuff. Like she said, it is a constant work. Absolutely. But it can happen. Marriage is a beautiful thing. Yes, it is. As long as you put into it. Very that beautiful when you haven't seen it growing up. Yes. Say yeah. that again. So I didn't experience marriages at work. Mm-hmm. I saw a whole lot of the opposite. Mm-hmm. I saw yep. I'm a survivor of domestic violence by way of my parents. Right. Mm-hmm. And so watching the way they interact with each other, I didn't want that for me. And I didn't want to get married. Absolutely. Right. So it's different. It was new. Yeah. Like with me, and it still it would be eight years, it's still some adjusting. You mm-hmm. know, even simple stuff, like my husband opening a car door for me. I'm like, what are you doing? I go open door myself. You know what I'm and saying? And don't be real independent. Because <laughs> <laughs> you know <laughs> a loving wife or to be a like a real wife because yeah. I saw the abuse and the trauma and the disrespect mm-hmm. and the way women talk to men and the way so I didn't know so you know he opened the doors and being there cooking then I'm like what is wrong with him you know what I'm saying like <laughs> I'm saying but if you don't deal with your issues they will deal with you, you yes know they what I'm will saying? so we had to learn Jesus yeah, <laughs> absolutely so. also absolutely and also um LaQuisha, tell them about, like, when you were going through all of the things you were going through when you were in college. Mm -hmm. And I remember you was the story you told with the balloons of how you was juggling everything. So just let them know everything of what you were doing. And the reason why Mm -hmm. I'm saying this is because I I really want to bring more awareness to parents to let them know of Mm -hmm. how... They, that your child can have everything going on, but how important it is to check in yes. with them, yeah. to find out what's really going on yeah. with them. Absolutely, and I love that about you, Mignon. You do that even without that person being your child, praise the Lord. I oh, mean, God. you check on everybody. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, tell them more, LaQuisha. You don't let me leave. <laughs> and then remember what you had told me last time. And with the balloon, she's made it <laughs> I do de- do a demonstration with balloons to show people what one person's life can look like. So mm-hmm. I usually have people stand uh, while I'm doing a presentation. I'll throw a balloon out and I'll say, tell me one of your problems you're dealing with right now. And they usually say something real minor. Right. Like, if it's a, a teenager, I'm trying to pass math. They'll mm-hmm. say something like that. Okay, that's so cute. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> I throw the balloon at them. Mm-hmm. And they, I tell them to keep it in the air and they're doing a great job, you know. And I'll say, but you didn't tell anybody that you were being molested. You know, hypothetically speaking, right. this could be any person. Throw that balloon at him, and then he got joked too. You didn't tell anybody that um, your boyfriend also broke up with you because he couldn't deal with your emotions from being molested. So now you're dealing with the heartbreak. So throw three, three balloons. Balloon. And it gets to the point where the person can't juggle it all by right. themselves. Right. And mm-hmm. so I ask 
I either ask or I wait to see if people from the audience are going to come up and help the person. Mm -hmm. Sometimes people will come up and help, and I will acknowledge that to the audience, and I'll say the people that came up here, those people in the community that serve as mentors, that serve as ambassadors and, and advocates to help each other come mm -hmm. out of what they're in. Mm -hmm. I said, and I want people to think about if you just sat there, why? You know, what was it that was holding you back from potentially helping this person. Mm -hmm. And then if nobody gets up, I'll encourage people, well, don't you want to help her? She's dropping all her problems on the floor. We mm -hmm. can't have that, you mm -hmm. know? Mm -hmm. <laughs> and so eventually they get to see a visual because yep. people learn differently. They go to teaching. Right. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, they need to see that one person, all the balloons in the air, they all still belong to that one person even though you see multiple people standing up to help them. Right. But that's what each individual person looks like. So imagine if we all juggling that many balloons, but it, we're all helping each other juggle. Right. Mm -hmm. We don't have to struggle mm -hmm. when we're helping Amen. each other. Praise but the God. problem comes in, as it did in my life, I was trying to juggle it all. People saw me struggle. They might have helped me with one or two balloons, and then they left after a while. So mm -hmm. I was left to pick that balloon back up and try to keep it all in the air. It was hard. It was very hard. And um, as a result, it took took a turn in my life that I didn't want to go down you know I don't I'm not proud of surviving suicide attempts right but that was a result of no one stepping in and mm -hmm. helping me with my balloons mm -hmm. what another thing was that I did use was journaling and art to help me um, kind of release what I was holding on my shoulders all the time and so uh, throughout my whole childhood I would draw and write but once the abuse started, it intensified. And mm -hmm. I started writing things that I probably shouldn't have written. Mm -hmm. I started drawing things that I shouldn't have drawn. I used to draw pictures of myself in a coffin mm -hmm. and write things like I hate myself all over the picture. And my mother would find that I get a beating. You know how mm -hmm. that goes. Right. She'd yes. take, take it from me. Mm -hmm. i get another book, do it Because again. she didn't understand I, it. She didn't right? understand. And mm -hmm. I didn't write everything. Mm -hmm. I just wrote enough so somebody would know that I was unhappy. Mm -hmm. and, and honestly, I wanted my mother to find yep. it. Mm -hmm. I know that thing. It's like it's it's like you know that that cry for help that yeah. people talk about like why well, you gotta be like you gotta pay attention to what children mm -hmm. are doing because it is a cry for help mm -hmm. they can't verbalize that or what they're trying to tell you but they are hoping that you see this and yeah. I remember that being as a, um, a domestic violence um, survivor is that when I used to be in my apartment at this time and all the fighting and things and just the screaming that I would do, mm -hmm. it wasn't I was the screaming from the pain, it was the screaming that yep. other people can hear yeah. and call the mm -hmm. police, but the police never showed yeah. up. And what I learned, one of the things that I learned when I was going through the same thing, like I'm crying out for these mm -hmm. people, and it wasn't until maybe a couple of years ago my pastor had said something to me, they couldn't help you. They were going through the same thing. They mm -hmm. didn't have the tools that help mm -hmm. you. When, and then when I thought about it and I said, oh my goodness, those same family members that I want to help me were the same family members who are in abusive mm -hmm. marriages, mm -hmm. who were being abused, mm -hmm. who was molested. Like, oh my goodness, they didn't know how to help me because nobody helped them. Right. They didn't know where to go. It wasn't right. until a couple of years ago that I had to let go and forgive the people who I blamed for not mm -hmm. helping me. Right. Because when I look back, I was like, they couldn't help me. How yeah. was they going to mm -hmm. help me when they was dealing with the same thing I was dealing with? They were trying to cover up what they was going through. I was trying to scream out and cover it up too. So. And that was the way they dealt with it. Yep. They yep. didn't talk about it. Nope. You know, everything that happens in the household stays in the household. I hate that signature. Yeah. You know me. That is my pet peeve. I hate that. I'm going to tell you everything that's going on in my household because I need everybody to help me deal with whatever's going on in my household. Absolutely. You know, sadly, parents are still teaching their children. Yeah, they are. They are. Yeah. Still the teaching school. We see it. Yeah. We see it I've had parents tell their daughters. I have a mentoring program for girls as well. And they tell their daughters, you, you're not going in there to tell all my business. Mm-hmm. I, I, had, I had a child say to me, um... I have to lie to you because my mommy told me to lie to you. I can't let you really know what's going on. Mm. It like crushed me because I'm like, oh my goodness, as much as I want to help you, that bond and that love that mm -hmm. they have to their parents, no matter what is going on, I'm like, I don't even know where to like really begin. Right. Because she flat out will lie. And she did several times. So I do, like I said, I have a whole different respect for teachers because they're not just teachers. Teachers are not just teachers. You know what I'm saying? They are they, counselors. They, they mamas, <laughs> daddies. I mean, I've seen teachers have to um, um, do a child's hair just to kind of like... Make up. Mm -hmm. So they won't um, be bullied or mess yeah. with or try to hide them. Like I've seen, I mean, there are some really amazing, amazing teachers that go above and beyond. And I'm just like... My God, like teachers are not just teachers. Like they, they are not. not. They are not just teachers. They are definitely 
Sometimes your children, they may look like they got it all going on. You know, they're, great. they're keeping their grades up. Amen. They smiling and they doing mm -hmm. things like that. But, you know, you just have to check in. Yeah. Just check in and just have that real conversation. Build and a relationship yeah. so they don't lie when, they, when you check in. Yeah, too. and don't keep, and, and this is the thing I'm, I always, I want to tell parents to get through with them is that don't allow your child just to say when you ask them about how is everything going good. for them to say it's good. good. And that's it. <laughs> What's good? No. <laughs> Go deeper than that. Yeah. Go deeper than that and still find out if everything is okay. And just making sure that everybody is safe. Mm -hmm. Yes. As we can see in the news, you know, there's so many people that with the whole Me Too movement, we have found out that there has been um, gym instructors and coaches and everything for years mm -hmm. who have done so many horrific things to children. Mm -hmm. Don't allow your children to deal with that pain alone. Or, even, you know, this is about bringing the awareness so they can know what to do if someone do come at them like that. Right. Yeah. Make, like, just make those connections. Have those conversations. I, even when you are blessed, booked, and busy, you still have to make time. I'm telling you, there are times that I'm exhausted, but I'm in each one of my kids' room mm -hmm. talking about something. You know, when I see they're withdrawn or they're in their room too much, I have one son who just plays the piano when something is going on. Mm -hmm. I know what that means. It means, all right, let's go outside. Let's have a walk. Mommy, yeah. mommy and you, time to have a um, conversation. Because, I mean, some kids are good with hiding what they are going through. Mm -hmm. You know, you look for, some parents look for, Oh, well, they get good grades or they're not doing this. Like I said, I got good grades. I was like in school. I was all kind of things. Yeah, I was being abused daily. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So just make the, we have to really make time for our youth. They are our future. And they are crying out in their silence. They're crying out in their behavior. Mm -hmm. They're crying out in their work. I mean, you have to really, they don't, you have to really dig deep, um, work with your teachers uh, to see what's going on with not this fight them. Not fight them. Yes. And that happens so oh much. My oh my goodness gracious. I mean, I just can't. I mean, some of the parents coming in. I know my Did child. They tell you that you picking on their child. Yeah. <laughs> and I know what my I, I know what little boo boo do when I'm not. I'm like, so you know, as a substitute, you know, we we can't say much, right? <laughs> but it is sometimes. We're I'm, not. We're, so we're not, and not we're not. We're like we're not allowed to call the parents. We're oh not. right, you don't so have the not, same amount. No, we don't have the same amount, excess. and I get it. Mm. But like, if I'm a substitute in this one class for two weeks, I don't have time to wait for two weeks to this parent to the yeah. teacher get back to let them know. Sometimes I just want to be like. No, let me tell you the truth. Mm -hmm. let, let me tell you what the teacher can't really say because I'm mm -hmm. just going to give it to you raw. And I yeah. know I'm going to get in trouble. Mm -hmm. But sometimes I just want to say that because it really bothers me when these parents come in there, their kid ain't do nothing wrong. They watch the videotape and then they still be like, well, what did you say? Mm -hmm. What? This is a grown-up. This is an adult. This is someone who is leading your child. And it be the same parents who never show up tonight anyway. Mm -hmm. They always got something to say. PTAB is the PTA meetings well. and the A came to a parent-teacher conference all year, but you're going to tell me you know what your child did? How your child feeling? We got all these systems online that tell you their grades, their work they didn't do. Don't get me to preaching up here. Oh, okay. my goodness. My teacher friends. Hallelujah. <laughs> and if you is think him. I'm talking about you, then I probably am talking about them. If the shoe fits, oh my wear it. Do, do Baltimore have that where they can go on a computer and see that? See, every county has it now. When you can actually go on their yep. computer, see your child's work, if they turn it in with their grade, 
Why you waiting to report cards to know what your G kid's GPA is? I knew where the months ago. Exactly. Like, you know, four come out a year. <laughs> yeah, so I just wanted to hear that. Somebody needed to hear that. That's why she added that. Somebody needed to hear that. Come on now. Yeah. And then at the, then when it's time for them to graduate, when they end and they want to do all this extra credit because they want to try to they get short that. Name. They want to get that child to pass over mm -hmm. to the next grade. Mm -hmm. So you ain't care all year. But then when, oh, okay. All right, I ain't and, saying that. And, and guys, that. you gotta, and you got guys, you gotta realize that in this day and time, you know, it's not like how it was in the '70s mm -hmm. and the '80s and things like that, where we didn't have the resources mm -hmm. that exactly. we need to be able to assist us with the different issues that we're going through. Now yeah. we have numerous of people and organizations out here that's ready to step yes. in and give you the tools that you need. Because that's I assure true. you, it will never get any better until you start talking oh, about it. Oh, you better say that again. And so what I want to do, I have a few numbers that I want to give out right now because we did talk about suicide here. Mm -hmm. We talked about sexual assault and always domestic violence. Mm -hmm. So for suicide, that 1-800 um, number is 1-800-273-8255. 1-800-273-8255. Also, sexual assault. 1-800-656-4673, 1-800-656-4673. And I'm also going to throw in bullying because they have a 1-800 mm -hmm. number for bullying mm -hmm. as well. So if your children are going through something in the school system, reach out to this number and see what resources they can provide you in your area. And that number is one 800 420-1479. And of course, the domestic violence hotline is 1-800-799-7233, which is 1-800-799-SAFE. And I, I wish we had all of these resources back yes. when, I, when I was a child, when I was going through all of the things that I was going through, I wish we had resources. I wish I didn't feel like I was alone. So mm -hmm. we always use our platform to give you numbers, organizations. We always give you our email addresses that you can contact us and we can help you because it really takes a community and we need to mm -hmm. take back our community. Yes. We really do. One youth at a time, one adult at a time. We need to start properly healing from mm -hmm. the things that we have been going through because you hurt people hurt people. And if you're hurting, it's, we need to heal that. Yes. So we will continue to give you numbers and resources. We will continue to bring on awesome guests that can let you know how they're using their platform to make a difference. Mm -hmm. Again, you guys know this is Sexual Assault Month. Um, the color is teal. You see her beautiful yes, teal. Yes. <laughs> her beautiful teal ribbon on there. Um, so uh, yes, we. So please use those resources. Please reach out to us um, if you need um, anything, any support, or anything that we can do to help. Because that's what we're here for. Absolutely, we are here. Absolutely. One body in Christ. We need to all do our part. Absolutely. Yeah. And so, Laquisha, we want to thank you again for thank being you. here. It is always a pleasure to be in your presence. Yes. So what I want to do before we go, um, if you have any upcoming events that you would like to talk about, and also just give them the, your contact information mm -hmm. so they can be able to follow you on all your social media platforms okay i wonder which one um, <laughs> <laughs> i try to all of them <laughs> i try to separate all those parts i do but, too um, it never works that way <laughs> i do have an event coming up okay mm -hmm. i'm going to have my first art exhibition this coming saturday oh yeah i'm so thanks yay. even ron gave me yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> he's very supportive he's very supportive <laughs> i'm nervous Mm. This is my first time presenting my art to the world mm. publicly like this. So, whew. where is it? It's going to be at the Startup Nest in Baltimore's black owned business. Very beautiful, very okay. artsy. Um, it's from 3 to 6. And um, I am on Facebook and Instagram under LaQuisha Hall, and they can find the link to registering for the event. But I'm so awesome. excited yeah. for that. Awesome. Congratulations. Yeah. Awesome, awesome. And guys, just to let you know, I don't know if I said this on air or not, but she is the unbothered <laughs> queen of confidence. This is she. She used to be bothered, but now she's unbothered. <laughs> unbothered. So and she can teach you that. So all those people who was giving her them dirty looks when she was trying to come in here, because she didn't know what she was going She was unbothered. unbothered. And she came here and let us know she was unbothered because she was looking for what she needed to be at. 
absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. So again, we appreciate everything that yes. you're doing thank out you, there in Baltimore. Yes. We gotta support Baltimore, guys. Go yes. out there. Yes. Support you them. Coming, I'm coming. I wish I could come this weekend, but my youngest son, he's doing he's gonna be out of town for Mother's Day. So we are doing a pre Mother's Day okay. with him. But I will be at the next one because I love your art. She also does the art study with the Bible. Oh, my goodness. I do Bible journaling. Yes. Oh, I wish yeah. I, well, I have my uh, first rehearsal for a play I'm in, but I'm going to see what time is it. I'm going to see what I can try. Yes. I love art. Well, yes. I know you can art. do. You'll still see the aftermath mm -hmm. as well. And we'll I'm do. planning on hosting a second exhibition in October for domestic violence. Okay. okay. Well, we, okay. Make sure you give us that date. <laughs> give us that <laughs> date as soon as you day. get it so yes. we can put it on the calendar and we'll get that filled in. And the healing lives will, heal, will drive right on down. Absolutely. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. Give us that date for sure. Absolutely. Yes. So, guys, definitely follow LaQuisha Hall yes. on all the um, on Facebook and Instagram. You definitely want to to be able to be connected to this phenomenal woman that's doing an Aww. awesome work with our youth and our yes. women. And y'all, it's time for us to come together and make a change. Yes, Michael Jackson song. That's Michael Jackson. I want to make the change. For once in my life. Oh, oh. y'all, we gotta step up. Where's Richard at? Oh, 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 it's gonna feel real good. Gonna make a difference. Gonna make it right. Hey, hey. Y'all know, <laughs> know, know you can't do too much singing because you know God ain't blessed these chords with that. And that's so funny because I know my husband watched it and my husband is a recording artist. Somebody probably calling you and I know I'm singing. I know he's like, no, baby. Give them all of your information again. That was hilarious. But I am Roz <laughs> in the community on Facebook. You can reach me at Roz in the community at Outlook.com. And I am MBA Speaks on Facebook and Instagram. You also can check me out on my website at MBAspeaks.com. Again, we want to thank you so much for tuning in. And we are looking, we are looking for guests. Yes. If you would like to be a guest on the McYon show, definitely. Get in contact with us. Yes. Send us a message on YouTube or however you're following. We will definitely follow up with you. Yes. Get you the information you need and have you right here to join us. And also, you guys know that I'm the new director of sales here at Vox Wave. Woo! So if you're even looking to host your own show, send me an email message at voxwavesales at gmail.com. We want to thank you so much for tuning in. Have a great mm -hmm. night and God bless. Good night.